the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live, and uh, welcome to the uh, audience of the Bill Bunkley Show. I am uh, hosting both programs today, and so I welcome you, whether you're listening in Columbus, Ohio, or Tampa, Florida. And uh, if you were not listening earlier, especially, uh, let me give an update uh, to Bill Bunkley's audience. Uh, Bill had heart surgery today at approximately 2.30. It was uh, to place a stent or stents to take care of some blockages around his heart. Because of his earlier uh, struggles with leukemia, uh, he was not able, his heart was not healthy enough to undergo this procedure. And it was just determined, I believe last week, uh, that his heart was now healthy enough uh, to ha- have the heart catheterization and the stents placed, which is really, really good news. He went in around 2.30, uh, around, I think, 3.30, 3.45. I got word that he came through the procedure well. It was a success, and he, he is doing well. So I just wanted to mention that to you. We can praise God Uh, that it was a successful surgery. And uh, Lord willing, Bill will be back on the air very, very soon. Uh, Modern medicine is absolutely incredible. I was thinking this the other day. I love to read. Have always loved to read. Since I was really little, I, I loved to read. What if you lived, I lived, before we had eyeglasses. And I think that's why Paul, I, th- I think it's possible, I'm not sure, but I think it's possible that the Apostle Paul's thorn in the flesh was bad eyesight. He loved to read the scrolls, but there were no eyeglasses, no eye correction. They were no magnifying glasses. And if your eyesight went bad, you couldn't see I wear corrective lenses. I wear bifocals. And uh, occasionally I'll take them off just to realize what the world around me would be like, how fuzzy, blurry everything would be. Um, we we, We live in remarkable times, and we sometimes forget what those in ages past had to, to deal with. Uh, I am type 2 diabetic. If I had lived a couple of hundred years ago, I would not be alive today. No doubt about it. And, of course, some would say, well, Bob, if you lived a couple of hundred years ago, you would have been eating a healthier lifestyle. Who knows? I I don't know. 
But um, we we really do live in incredible times. So anyway, I just want to let you know, uh, Bill came through the procedure well, and uh, he will be back on the air soon. Lord willing, continue to pray. Pray that he will recover quickly without any complications whatsoever. This story is mind-boggling. It's uh, This is not brand new, but I've had it kind of in my stack of stuff, uh, and I've wanted to get to it, but it really caught my attention today. Here's a headline. Christy Noam demands answers after U.S. government leaks Social Security numbers of her and her family. Now, most of you know that Christy Noam is the governor of South Dakota. She is a conservative. And evidently, on occasion, she visited the White House when Donald Trump was president. That's not surprising. That's not shocking at all. And on at least one occasion, her husband, her three kids, and her son-in-law went with her to the White House for some kind of function, whatever. Well, uh, when you go to the White House, and I've been there, I visited the White House, uh, it's been a long time ago, but you have to sign in. And one of the things you put down, you put your name, your address, and you put your Social Security number. We are signing into a government facility. What could be more secure? So Christy Noam, on one of her visits to the White House, signed the uh, guest register for the White House, along with all of her guests. Well, then came the January 6th committee. What a joke that whole January 6th committee was. And I hope, seriously, I hope and I pray that now that the Republicans have a slight majority in the House of Representatives, we'll find out what really happened on January 6th. I don't think we really know. It was a terrible event. I don't think we should ever sugarcoat it. It's not right to try to breach the Capitol, to break into senators' offices and the office of the House of Representatives. It was wrong, okay? But I don't think we know the full story. And the January 6th committee certainly did not give us the full story. Uh, They've given us one side trying to make Trump look as bad as possible. There were a lot of other things that happened on that day that we don't know for sure about. Anyway, anyway, the uh, January 6th committee uh, met hours and hours and hours, hundreds and hundreds of witnesses spent millions and millions of dollars. And as a result of their meetings, they leaked Social Security numbers. The uh, the White House logs were admitted as evidence uh, into the hearings, the January 6th meeting. But it is a federal law that documents like that, that contain uh, personal information of individual citizens, if that information is released in any way to the public, the personal information, especially Social Security numbers, are to be redacted. They're to be crossed out. 
Well, evidently there were a whole lot of conservatives, including Christy Nome, governor, whose personal Social Security numbers were released as a part of the January 6th committee report. Now, you have to wonder, how in the world could that be accidental? I mean, really, something as important as personal Social Security numbers of any individual, but especially a governor, you you just you just have to wonder how could that be an accident? Well, she is trying to find out. She said, quote, my lawyers have asked the White House, the U.S. National Archives, and uh, Benny G. Thompson, uh, he, he's an attorney involved in all this, which of them is responsible for leaking the Social Security numbers of me, my husband, my three kids, my son-in-law? What specific measures and remedies will be taken to protect our identities? She said, the leak included Noam, along with her husband, three children, son-in-law, who, according to White House logs, visited the president on December 14th, 2020. Uh, Noam shared that her visit was in an official capacity. Quote, the National Archives produced these visitors' logs, which then became exhibits during the January 6th committee hearing. Prior to being published as exhibits, the law required that protected personal information be redacted from the visitors' logs. But that was not done, Noam's legal team said, and wrote in a letter to the uh, U.S. Government Publishing Office, the National Archives and Records Administration, and to the chair of the January 6th Special Committee. She went on to say that she and her family are now at extremely high risk for identity theft and other dangers because of the leak. Um, Why a conservative governor? And by the way, evidently there were some other governors whose personal Social Security numbers were leaked as well. Um, A little bit of spite towards Trump supporters? I don't know that we will ever know. But we certainly should. There isn't a lot of political payback that goes on in Washington, D.C. Sadly and unfortunately, on both sides. All right, hang tight. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back and wrap things up. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Let me uh, wrap up today's program by uh, putting my my pastor hat on. I, I I wear a lot of hats, like most of you do. I'm a father, a grandfather. 
Uh, don't tell anybody, but I'm a great-grandfather also. Uh, I'm a husband. I, I do a talk show. Uh, but first and foremost, I'm a preacher. I'm a pastor. Uh, God called me to preach when I was 12 years old in the mountains of California. And uh, I've been preaching on a regular basis since I was 16. I began preaching in a Skid Row mission in downtown Los Angeles um, on Fifth Avenue. And anyway, that's that's my first love. And that's my listeners here in Ohio know that. But for those of you in Florida, you you have no idea who I am. But let me let me put my my pastor hat on. In the evangelical Christian community, we really need to determine what are the hills that we're willing to die on. What are the things, theologically, doctrinally, and even culturally, that we absolutely, positively will not and cannot compromise on? Uh, Mode of baptism is not one of them. I'm a Baptist. We immerse. I have many, many friends who are Grace Brethren, three times face forward. I have preached in uh, Methodist churches, Lutheran churches, where they sprinkle. Uh, Of course I think I'm right. That's not a hill to die on. Church polity. uh, Congregational government, elder-run government, deacon-run government. uh, That's important. I know what I believe. I think I can prove it biblically. That is not a hill to die on. There are many issues that are not hills to die on. We can fellowship together, we can get along, and we can agree to disagree. But there are many. The the penal substitutionary work of Christ on the cross. This is under attack today, folks. Why did Jesus die? To only say that he died to demonstrate God's love is not the whole story. He died as a substitutionary sacrifice to appease the anger of a just, holy, and righteous God. God poured out his wrath against sin on Jesus on the cross. And we either accept his substitutionary atonement for us, or we will pay the penalty for sin. The bodily resurrection is a hill to die on. The virgin birth of Christ, a hill to die on. The inerrancy of Scripture, that is a hill to die on. Here's another one. Marriage and family. God, from the very beginning, created them male and female. Not only is that settled science and settled biology, it is settled biblical doctrine. This is God's plan. Family, marriage, man and woman. This is the foundation of culture. This is the foundation of society, the nuclear family. 
man, woman, in a related, in a dedicated relationship to each other and no one else. That is a hill to die on. God's view of sexuality and gender, not just marriage, but God created males and God created females, and he didn't create anything in between. Are there birth defects? Of course there are. Are there a few abnormalities? Yes, but that's exactly what they are. They are abnormalities. They are birth defects. And we are seeing compromise on so many of these areas. On the inerrancy of Scripture, the mainline Protestant denominations, they gave up that battle years ago and have become apostate. But in the evangelical community, there is the widespread beginning of compromise on marriage, family, gender, and sexuality. These are hills to die on. These are areas where we must be loving, kind, compassionate, gracious, but we cannot compromise. The purpose of the church is not to make everyone feel comfortable. Welcome, yes, but not comfortable. The gospel itself, because of its declaration that all have sinned, before it ever comforts anyone, makes people uncomfortable. Folks, we've got to know where we cannot ever compromise. And in that, we can be united. Have a great evening, folks, but please remember whose you are. Listen, listen, think, think, discern, discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.